Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. King of glory. Just want to be with you. Want to spend time with you. Want to stay in your presence. Stay in your rest. Stay in your peace. Stay in your victory. Stay in your life. We just say thank you. Because we can't and couldn't do it without you. Because you are the God, the only true and living God. Failure is not an option because you didn't create failure. The only thing you know is success. The only thing you know is victory. The only thing you know is love. So we just say thank you. Thank you for today. Thank you for our life. Thank you that you are the life giver. And if we had 10,000 times, we couldn't thank you enough. And we just bow and say glory. Glory is your divine attributes that you manifest in us. And you show the best sides of us. You allow us to see who you really are. And we rest in your peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Hold on a second. So Father, I just want to thank you that your presence is here. Your miracles are here. Your anointing is here. Your glory is here. But most of all, your freedom is here. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, sir. Amen. Y'all sit down if you can. Stand up for a little while if you want to. <laughs> glory, glory, glory. Man. <sighs> Just a quick question. Because <laughs> some people don't, 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 don't thank them enough. You, you didn't get that prayer answer that you thought it should have been answered. But I just got a question for you. Are you alive? <laughs> Did anybody drag you here or you walked here? Can you start with thanking them for that? <laughs> you got up on your own accord. Your eyes opened up. You, you moved. Who else can do that? So let's do our opening confession because I'm going to get started because I'm pumped. Y'all ready? Father, we choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. You ever notice like at a Super Bowl event, um, you know, when they're passing out the trophies, they, they are called like the champion person up like the quarterback they'll call them up and then they'll grab them and they'll put their hands up in the air faith where you at come on up hold on hold on hold on this bigger than the Super Bowl when the doctor said 
actually not supposed to live. But here you are. When the doctor said, sign the paper because it's over. But here you stand. Don't tell me what God can't do. She's here. Amen. So we're talking about crisis aborted. Now, 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 let me just get started because I'm out here. I'm out here. <laughs> Y'all ready? I haven't told you the right things down in a little while. You ready for it, Nicole? All right, let me say it first. Then y'all say how y'all want to write it. <laughs> you don't need more revelation. You need to walk in the revelation he already gave you. When was the last time you did what he told you to do? Well, I want more revelation. I want a word from God. I want a word from God. Have you done the last word he told you? Because the last word he told you has prepared you for what's to come. But if you haven't done that, what you're asking for? Because he's not a God that likes to repeat what he already said. He's a God that's waiting on you to do what he already told you to do. See, you can be minding your own business. See, a lot happens when you mind your own business. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Neighbor. <laughs> neighbor. <laughs> a lot happens. When you mind your own business. Have you been minding yours? Uh-oh, what, 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 what they say? What they say? Huh? What, what they say over on this side? Okay, give, give a thumbs up if you have been minding your own business. Thumbs up if you have. Thumbs up if you have. Only if you have. Okay. Okay, only some of us. Okay, all right. <laughs> so if you mind your own business, you're going to build that business. Y'all follow what I'm saying? So if you're minding your own business, the last thing he told you is what he's going to build from, build on. But if you haven't been minding your own business, you need to repent of that. Y'all ready to repent? Are y'all bold enough to repent? So Father, in the name of Jesus, I repent for not minding my own business and allowing you to talk to me, to bring healing to me, to bring increase to me, to bring peace to me, to bring rest to me. Bring boldness to me. Bring your glory to me. In Jesus' name. Am I okay? Y'all got it? Turn to your neighbor and ask they, they okay now? Y'all okay now? Okay. All right. What they say? What they say on this side? Did they say they okay? Okay. All right. What about this side? All right. Thumbs up. See the big thumb up. Okay. All right. All right. So we're going to talk about crisis avoided. Crisis avoided. I'm out of my own business. I already got my message that I taught on Thursday night. About rest, and then Holy Spirit had the nerve say, but Paul, I want you to teach on this. Well, you think Paul argued with the Holy Spirit? Because he know what he's doing. What I'm doing is he telling me what to do. So what's a crisis? Well, well let, let, let me just step back. Let, let me give y'all an introduction. Y'all need an introduction. We know, we all know, say all, all. that life doesn't always go as we planned. Is that, is that true? Crisis moments aren't scheduled. We, we, we don't make a date for them, a time and a date, do we? But scheduled, they're not according to our calendars, or they're not even on our cell phones. When, when crisis comes, what, what, what happens? They just come. But when they hit, do they normally hit soft? They, they don't hit soft? They hit hard? How, how you take it when they hit you? Do, do you jack back like this? Are you knocked out? Do you get, get on the floor, get on the ground, can you get back up, or you got to ask somebody to help you? I, I'm just, this is introduction. I'm just getting started. <laughs> Today we're going to unpack some biblical and practical blueprints. What's a blueprint? Plans and instructions on how to build something. On how we can avoid. Y'all want to know about avoiding? Turning difficult situations into full-blown crisis. So you're going to get a blueprint about how to avoid that, okay? Now, now I, I just got to say this thing. Let me just get it out. Well, well let me go ahead. Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead. So, you know, the Chinese, they have figures. You know, they're, they're, their writing is figures, okay? So the Chinese figure that is usually translated by the English word is called crisis. Crisis. It's actually made up of two components. Say two. two. One character means dangerous. Say dangerous. And the other means opportunity. So whenever you talk about crisis to, in the Chinese language, it means dangerous opportunities. But dangers and opportunities together 
mean crisis. Now, I just got to share this. We're going to talk about it a little later on. We're going to pray for Israel. Why should we pray for Israel? Because what? God said so. He put it in his word. So I just want to give you an opportunity to, to, this is one thing that stood out to me in the news media and what they were sharing. They interviewed this one grandmother. Now we're talking about dangerous opportunity. So when the, the, the terrorists came in and started shooting up her house, she stepped down and she said, you look hungry. Now you got terrorists shooting up your house and you step down and you say, you look hungry. And they stopped. And she said, let me fix y'all some food. Now, do you think that was a crisis? So they stopped. So she started cooking food. She cooked food. And then they made her taste every meal that she put out to make sure she wasn't poisoning them. And they ate her food. But while she was fixing food, Israel was able to come in and get the terrorists. Now, was that a crisis? But did she avoid it? Now, who was talking to her about what to do? But no, Holy Spirit, I don't want to, but what sense do that make? They're shooting up my house, and you asking me to cook them some food? So God is going to give you information about how to avoid crisis, but you got to listen to what he tells you to do. Because the what he tells you to do won't make sense with what we want to do. So you're going to stand there arguing with God about he's the way maker? He's the deliverer? He's the healer? He's the life-giving God? But no, Lord, I don't want to do it that way. I remember one of my sisters. It wasn't Madeline. It wasn't Madeline. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I was a patient one in the family. Tim will identify with that. And so, you know, each person, you know, wanted to learn how to drive. So they said, Paul, you know, uh, can you teach me how to drive? I said, sure. I'm patient. But, but it's just this one sister. She liked to argue with you. Okay? Now, you can argue with me. Just not why we're driving. So we come to a stop sign. I ain't saying stop light, stop sign. And, and what happened was, you know, tried to trail to come down the street this way. And, and, and I said, well, hold up. She goes on through. Now, I said, don't stop. She argued with me why the tractor trail to come. I say, just, just, just forget about it. Just keep driving. Because if we had to continue to wait, I wouldn't be here, neither would she. But that was her last driving experience for me. <laughs> it's something different when you see something that big coming at you. Oh, it was on my side. On my side. What side? <laughs> Crisis avoided. I learned to just shut up and let her have it her way. All I need to do is be able to make it back home, got the keys in my hand, and you ain't going out with me no more. So I don't know how she learned how to drive, but it wasn't by me. Amen? All right. Y'all ready then? So definition of crisis, an unstable or critical time or state of affairs in which a decisive change is impending for better or worse. So see, there are certain times where crisis come where it's to our, better, uh, to our benefit, but it all depends on how we process it. If you process it in the wrong way, it won't be to your benefit. If you process it in the right way, you're going to gain, you're going to thrive, you're going to live, but you're going to live better than how you lived before. Notice this part, an emotional significant event. What, what kind is it? Emotion. So that means your emotion is going to be triggered for good. Who, who said yeah? Okay, share. <laughs> They're going to be triggered for better or for worse. Or radical change of status in a person's life. Radical change. That means it's not just, just a bit, a little bit adjustment. It's a big adjustment. And decisions have to be made. That's the definition. Where do crises come from? Y'all ready for this? Turn to your neighbor. Say, can you accept your part of it? Did it come your way? Or did you help it come? <laughs> See what they said. See what they said. Okay, all right, so this side said help. They, they helped it a little bit. What about this side? 
Okay, so yeah. What about Sam Booth back there? Combination. Combination. Oh, okay, okay. I appreciate the honor. Combination. Often situation beyond our control. Number two, unexpected events. But, 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 but what about that bill collector? Was that an unexpected event? No. So, so I'm going to add to that part. I'm going to say expected and unexpected event. Because they, they've been telling you when you use the credit card, you got to pay the bill. You already signed that part. But all of a sudden, I'm going to keep on getting some other stuff. I, I'll get to them later. And then the unexpected part comes when you don't open up those letters. And then all of a sudden, you get a bill collector. They call you on the phone. They still call people on the phone. Don't raise your hand. Don't say nothing. Okay? I don't want nobody to be identified. <laughs> so that's not unexpected because we knew that was going to happen because we didn't pay the bill. Consequences of our actions. Whose actions? All right, so everybody got those two things answered, right? Okay, all right. What actions are you taking to address the crisis in your life? Real time. Anybody want to share? You taking any steps? What steps? What actions are you taking to address the crisis in your life? Can I give you a secret? The longer you wait, the bigger it gets. The longer you wait, the bigger it gets. So are you ready to take some steps? Okay, I appreciate your honesty. Let's take a look at this, because y'all ready for it? Follow that breath, honey, follow that breath. God warns us before the crisis. Now, this is a scripture. Can y'all, so that means nothing can happen to Cole unless we know about it first. But we can act like we didn't know. We can turn our head and look another way. But he's telling us, but, but, but let me tell you the criteria. Y'all ready for the criteria? Surely the Lord God doesn't do nothing, say nothing, nothing. without revealing his secret plan of the judgment to come. That's the crisis to come. He said, without revealing his secret plan. Y'all ready? But here's the criteria. Go with it, God. To his servants, the prophets. To his servants. Now, that's Old Testament. New Testament would say, to his servants. Now, if you don't serve him, he's not going to tell you. Are you his servant? Are you his servant? Or who are you serving? Are you serving your flesh? Are you serving? Who are you serving? I left that one open for interpretation. <laughs> who are you serving on this side? Your flesh. your flesh? Who are you serving on this side? Oh, okay, so you serving him. Curly says you serving him. So if you're not serving him, who are you serving? The devil. So he says that the Lord God does nothing without revealing his secret plan to his servants. In order to receive the plan, you got to be serving the God. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like talking to him. I don't feel like worshiping him. Well, you're not a part of the plan. Now, we can come in and out, but what is your consistent plan? I'm just saying. Because while we being inconsistent, Crises are being very consistent. I mean, have y'all looked at the news lately? So it started out with the, uh, the, um, uh, auto, the auto people going on strike. And then each week that it happens, it, that's increased. And so I, I think they just gave an extra 500 more shutdowns. But it started out with just one plant. Then you hear about the uh, uh, nursing industry. Y'all talk to me. Is that what y'all heard? What, what, what y'all heard? And the actors. The actors the and the writers. The pharmacists. the pharmacists. Oh, yeah, they just walked out. They just said, I'm tired of this. When, when I sign up for this, all I was supposed to do was make your medic medication. Cheryl, you know what I'm talking about. Make, make your medication. Put that together. Then they said, look, y'all got me checking for COVID. You got me doing this. You got me doing that. Where's my help at? Hallelujah. So now, <laughs> now, now, can I tell y'all a secret? Now, one, the, 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 the auto plant, they start striking. But see, when something is started, it grabs momentum. Now, when are we going to start something? When are we going to start something? 
that people want to grab onto and catch onto and walk into. So I'm just telling you. Y'all hear me? But, but see, I, 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 as long as we are servants, he's going to tell us what's going to happen. All right. The woman with the issue of blood. Luke chapter 8, verse 43 through 48. And I always talk to the Holy Spirit. Y'all mind if I talk to the Holy Spirit? Yeah. I, I, I say, I, I keep talking about this lady who has an illness. I say, why is that, God? He said, because you know people sick. Now, I'm not just talking about physical sick, emotional sick. Dealing with stuff. He said, so, you, so you're teaching where they are. Now, if this woman made it out, how come we can't? This woman seeked information, and she went with her. So, y'all, y'all understand? So, so don't say, Pastor, I'm tired about hearing about the lady with the issue of blood. Unless you're walking in victory in your life. Because sometimes need to be repeated. Something needs to be repeated. Anybody ever ask the question again? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because you ask until you get it. But are you willing to receive the answer if it don't line up with what you asked? <laughs> if you're a guest here today, I'm meddling. Okay. You got me, Bree? I'm meddling. Okay. They allowed me to meddle here. All right. So, okay. Situation was chronic. What was that? Yeah, yeah, what is it? It means it's long lasting. So she didn't have this for a day or two. We don't know how long it's been, but we know it's been a long time. And she had this situation. I mean, we're just looking at her situation. It was beyond her control. She didn't know when she was going to be bleed. She didn't know how long she was going to be bleed. But it had to be, I mean, just being real, if we can be real, when a woman has her period. Most of the time, you guys know, but sometimes it's, 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 it shifts up, and it might be a little longer than you planned. Okay? <laughs> Can the pastor talk about real stuff? Okay. <laughs> I got two daughters. <laughs> but, but it's beyond your control. You, you make plans. You have the pads and things like that and, and different things, okay? All right? Don't, don't edit this. This is real time. <laughs> Okay, y'all breathing okay? Yeah. All right, all right, okay. <laughs> all right, let me see what I got one more. Nicole, you all right? Nicole looking at me funny. All right. But faith prompt her actions. See, you can suffer long enough where you just say, I'm tired of being tired. I'm going to do something. So she went to the doctor and all that, and there, there, nothing she could get from there. But they still build her. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> she still had to pay. Uh, Nicole said copay. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have Blue Cross doing that time. But, but this was her situation. Are you tired of being tired? Are you tired of the struggle? Are you willing to do something different? Are you willing, uh-oh, I'm, I'm looking for the box, but I got rid of my box. Did any of y'all sneak back and step in the box? Uh-oh. Raise your hand if you rebuilt your box. I, I, I see one over on this side. This side trying to be cool with their stuff. Yeah, they're raising their hand like this. <laughs> see, y'all can't see that on camera. They're raising their hand like this. Let me give y'all the blueprints to avoid crisis. Y'all ready? Number one, what happened? That's the first question you want to ask. What happened? What happened? Because it's important to find out what happened. What just took place? Number two, what do I know? So whatever happened, you know something. You know something. But what do you know? See, in a time of crisis, you got to be able to process this data in a quick period of time. Because you don't know how long you got. But what do you know? You know in times past, you've always walked in victory. You know in times past, you've always relied on God. You know, in times past, you would know what to do by talking to him. Now, now one thing I want to make clear, too, is when a crisis comes, you can freeze or you can respond. The people who freeze die. Die in that situation, die in that circumstance. Die in trying to understand why it happened to them. You can talk about all that stuff later. 
But your goal is to get out. Your goal is to be in victory. Your goal is to stop the situation. Then the third one is, what do I need? In order to get out of this, what do I need? Do I need help? Do I need insight? Do I need revelation? Do I need understanding? What do I need to get out? Then the fourth one is, where do I go? Now, if that door is on fire, you don't go to that door. <laughs> Which door do you go? Well, that door is on fire, but can you, go out, can you get out the window? Do you have to knock down the wall? But are you coming home? Guys, I'm, I'm talking real talk. So I just gave you a scenario of real action going on. But what happens if it's all in your head? You still got to find out what happened. You still got to ask, what do I know? You still got to ask, what do you need? Somebody call you up and say, hey, I heard something happen and uh, such and such. Uh, what, what do you need? I don't know. Is that the right answer? <laughs> where, 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 where do I go? Do I go out? Do I stay in? Do I lay down? Do I stand up? Where do I go? Real question. So, guys, I'm, I'm taking my time because I want you guys to write. Y'all write everything else on your cell phone. Y'all need to put this down. Because God didn't tell me that because it wasn't happening. God told me that because it is happening. People sitting in here right now, you, you're sitting beside somebody in a crisis. I didn't say how deep the crisis was. I just said it's a crisis. So this is the answer. This is the one he gave me. And I stopped right there. And, and see, I like sharing things with my wife. Because my wife is like, you know, she's she on point with stuff. I say, sweetie, this is what he told me. She said, well, you need to teach it. Understand? Okay, all right. <laughs> Boy, this ain't got it. All right, so what happened? Now, we're talking about the lady with the issue of blood, right? She's hemorrhaging. She's hemorrhaging, okay? So that's what happened, right? So what, 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 what's going on with that? So she's bleeding. So that's what happened. But, but, but let's take a, I, I want to get us some, some characteristics of what happened. If that's the situation going on in your life, not the hemorrhaging, but the situation. You need to access the situation objectively. What does that mean, objectively? Without Say again? Without opinions. You need to assess, assess it objectively. So it's not about you. It's about the situation and how it's impacting you. So she thought about this thing. Wait, wait a minute now. You know, uh, what, 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 what's going on? How long has this been going on? Does it have a plan to stop? Y- y'all ready for this? Now, I'm an emotional dude, okay? But when I'm in war, I can cry and fight. I can f- cry and win. So don't let the tears fool you. So the next step is you got to withdraw the emotional impact. Yes, it happened. Yes, it hurt. Y'all repeat that to me. Yes, they did it to me. Because a lot of us in crisis based off what other people did to us. You ever tried to help somebody financially? Okay. And, and, and they took your money? All right, Sam Boo back there. Y'all ain't have to talk about that one, did you? <laughs> so you got to process that by letting go of the emotion. Because you don't want the emotion to cloud your, your judgment. If it's time to let somebody go, put the emotion aside. And see, I, I, I'm a visual person. I, I, I just found out by dealing with God, he did certain things. Like when they had victory in the Old Testament, they would build a, a, what is called an altar. What was it called? An altar. An altar. And, and that was their way of recognizing every time they passed by this stone, they remember what happened. So I am, what I found out by doing counseling is that some people stay in the head, but I'll do certain things to get them to get, go into the heart. So I'll tell, I told somebody the other day that what I want you to do is I want you to grab glory and put it in your heart. Now, what did I just do? An action. Did y'all hear my chest pop? Um, you know, the massive chest. Not, Top Gun, I know you're the only one got the massive chest, but just for a moment. So all of a sudden, next time you do that, what are you going to think about? Glory. glory. Where is it? It's in your heart. So you can be interacting with people and you can do that. 
Most of the time, they, they don't care what you're doing because they're concerned about what they say. But you just trigger something. So you told that emotion to step aside. This is something I have to do. What, what's another? Admit the reality. Y'all ready for this? I, I'm still talking about what happened and the characteristics. Denial. Y'all want to write this down. Only pro- prolongs the crisis. It's not happening. It didn't happen. I didn't get that mail. I didn't get that letter. I didn't get that word. The longer you deny it, the more the crisis increase. Am I talking to anybody? So gather the facts. What information is critical? Because not everything is critical. But what information is critical? Next one. Identify your feelings, but don't let them lead. You, you can tell them to step aside. If tears coming down, just wipe them. It's not coming out, just, just, just do it with your hand. I, I know I just grossed some people out. <laughs> but when I, well, hold on, crisis. I got to go get me a tissue, and then I'll come back to you. See, I, I'm, I'm serious, guys. Some people really think like this. All right, so what, 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 what happened? And this one is cuss words right here. Y'all ready? <laughs> Jazz say forgive. <laughs> Understand our role in the situation. Stop looking to see what other people did. Look to see what you did. Stop looking to see what other people did. Look to see where you are. What's your part? What's so part that you played? COVID. Uh, God. I see y'all taking notes. Y'all still breathing though, right? Okay. All right. So y'all ready to go to number two? Any questions on number one? What was number one? What happened? So remember I asked y'all in the beginning. Yes, ma'am. What if you're in the presence of somebody when all of this is at like a a crisis and you're feeling emotional, Uh but you need to put the emotion aside? Uh Like how do you do that in the presence of like possibly the person that created the crisis? Gotcha. Okay. So you can tell them. Say, hold on. Now, Now watch what I do with my hands. So hold on a second. Um, I, I need to take some uh, step away from the situation, okay? And you can tell a person how you're feeling. Uh, I'm pretty intense and I'm pretty upset right now. So I'm going to step away, but I'll get back with you. The only thing I ask people to do when they say they need time is you give them a timeline. So I'll be back in an hour or I'll be back in 20 minutes. But exaggerate the time because you might need longer than you think, okay? But use your hands, people. I, I, I'll be back. I'm upset right now. See, see where, do, where do Christians get that it's wrong to say how you're feeling? Walk by faith and not by sight. By faith and not by sight. <laughs> well, the faith is that I'm feeling what I'm feeling. And so I need to say how I'm feeling. And then I'm going to come back. So I need to get more time so I can get more faith. Uh-oh. Because the obvious faith where I'm at is not working. <laughs> Thanks for the question. Okay. So feel free to excuse yourself. But like I said, you give the timeline. And, and, and everybody know how, how, how long they stay mad, right? Are y'all going to be honest about that? <laughs> when you get mad, how long you stay mad? A day. A day? Okay, okay just holler it out. You ain't even got to wait on the mic. Huh? Somebody say a week. It depends. Okay. But, but you do acknowledge that you do get upset, right? Because I know we got some spiritual people in here that they, 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 they float. They don't walk. <laughs> All right. Okay. <sighs> you, you watching? Just, just enjoy it. Okay. Cause I'm out there. Y- y'all know what it's like to be out there. Cause, cause I mean, God is good. I mean, when you think back, if you take time to think about where you were and where you are now. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So. <laughs> number two. Let's see what number two is. What do I know? Then let's find out what she knew. She knew the doctors couldn't heal her. It didn't tell us how many doctors she went to. Right, Tamika? They, didn't tell, they don't tell us that. But it's been going on, y'all ready for this? For 12 years. That's a long time, isn't it? 12 years. And you know they had different rules and policies. So you, you don't know when she was hemorrhaging, where, where she could go. Couldn't go to a grocery store while you're hemorrhaging. 
So, so I, I got to wait until that stops. But I don't know how long it's going to stop. So what do you know? What do you know about your situation? Guys, this is real lifetime. What do you know about your situation? And I want you to take the time to write it down. Because I gave you the assignment early when we started out. What do you know about your situation? What do you need to know? All right, so, so let me give you some perimeters. Fair enough? Take stock of what we know. So you need to take stock of the situation you're in. If it's financial, do you need more money? Do you need a better job? Do you need a longer job? Do you need to work multiple jobs? What do you know? What about your resources? What resources do you need? What, what do you know? Do you need to talk to somebody? Do you need counseling? Do you need a doctor? Do you need to take meds? What do you know? So list out your resources. Y'all ready for this? I want you to write this down. Emotional. Every situation has emotions attached to it. Every crisis has emotions attached to it. Number two, what is the financial piece? What do, do you need finances in a certain area? Number three, do you need social interaction? Meaning that do you need to talk to somebody? What do you know? Do you thrive better when you encourage? I think most people do. But some people try to do it alone. Say alone. But when you choose the social setting where you need to talk to somebody, make sure it's somebody you can depend on. Make sure there's somebody to keep it quiet. Say quiet. Are they a trustworthy advisor? When you looked at them, when you talked with them, when you shared with them before, was it successful? And what I mean by successful is not, they told you what needed to be done, but it's up to you to do what you were told. When you look at their life, is their life a resting place? Is their life a victory place? Or are they messing up some stuff? This marriage number 16. So do you want to talk to them about relationships? <laughs> what about finances? And, and I'm just talking about what do you know? You want to make sure you observe the people that you want to talk to or the person you want to talk to. Gain your emotional state. Where are you at? Where are you at emotionally? Can, can, can I tell y'all a little secret so, so that way y'all know? So this is what I do. This is me. Say me. When I want to change somebody's state, I get them to pray. Y'all seen it. Megan, you experienced it. Nicole, you experienced it. Other people, I, I, I get them to pray because when I want to change your state, I got to get you to go where you're not. So if somebody uptight and they're angry, I, I look through the crowd and I say, okay, well, if you wouldn't mind praying. Because when they're coming up here, they're thinking to themselves, look, look, look what they're doing. They're taking all that stuff out, and they got to put it down. Because when, where did I, when did I say the Holy Spirit would manifest? As you move. And when you get, stand up here to pray, you let go of all that stuff to get up here. Now, my hope is that you don't pick it back up as you leave. Anybody, I give you a say, anybody ever pick the stuff back up? Don't raise your hand, don't raise your hand. <laughs> So you're taking a look at that emotional state, okay? What do I know? And I want you to do this in honesty. Consider past experiences. And what does it mean? If you always got in financial trouble after a certain time, if you look at it and be, be honest, you will see that it's a year, it's two years, it might be five years, that you'll do the same thing. So then you want to repent of that. You understand what I'm saying? You want to repent because you don't, you don't want that to be a deciding factor. Or what do I do now? But if you don't acknowledge it, then it'll sneak back in. But it'll have a different name. It'll have a different characteristic. Have you ever felt desperate like the woman in the story? 
Raise your hand if, if you have. I'm not going to call on you. See, I got to say that now because, see, we can be vulnerable. <laughs> have you ever? Does anybody want to share? See, see how cool that was? Normally, raise your hand. Yeah, yeah, what about you? Okay. Anybody want to share? Okay. Uh, Mike, coming your way. Have you ever felt desperate like the woman? Yes, ma'am. Well, my daughter was young. Okay. And um, I had to deal with a custody issue oh, okay. in court, mm -hmm. lawyers, and um, it didn't work out in my favor. Okay. So I was pretty desperate in that situation. Okay. And she's 13 now. She's 13 now? Okay. This was, she was three-ish, four-ish, uh -huh. something okay. like that. Okay. All right. Appreciate your honesty. Anybody else? Got one here and one here. Mike coming your way. Yes, ma'am. When I was hospitalized, okay. um, one thing would clear up, and then they would tell me something else. First, they would tell me I had um, blood clots okay. in my lungs and legs. They cleared that up. Then they said my kidneys were going bad. Okay. Then it was my heart. So it, it just felt like I felt desperate because it was like as soon as they clear up one thing, something else would go bad, okay. which would keep me in the hospital longer. Okay. I appreciate your honesty. Yes, ma'am. Uh, a few years ago, I sent out a mass text, and I included you in the text, and you gave me a call because I had gotten a call from my aunt saying, I think this is it. Your dad is dying. You all need to come to the hospital. And I was trying to drive and cry at the same time okay. and also process, like, what does it look like to see your dad die? Like, all the things, everything was coming, flooding in. Okay. And I remember you praying with me over the phone, and I got off the phone and still was just like, mm -hmm. but what am I about to face? Gotcha. Like, okay. just felt like I was going into uncharted territory. Okay, all right, appreciate it, John. But you went. See, see that's the thing about a crisis. <laughs> you still go, but how do you go? When do you go? But see, that's the thing about the Holy Spirit. Talk to him. He's he, he not deep. He's on our level to get us to his level. So he'll come down to where we are to get us to where we need to be. <laughs> Glory to God. So can I tell y'all something else? Because you need to know this about crisis. Enforcing the win. Why is it important to enforce the win? Because if we already won, what are we fighting? To enforce what was won. So in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 through 12 in the Message Bible, I'm doing everything I can to just stay right here. Because <laughs> when you know your purpose. See, God knew when everything was going to start to manifest. And I'm talking about the situation of the world. But he chose us to be an intricate part of what's happening. You understand what I'm saying? You, 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 you weren't married, I mean, you weren't born such and such years ago. You was born for such a time as this. So your input, your response, your reaction, your ability, your faith will take us to the next level. Take you to the next level. Why I'm out there, just let me share this with you. People looking at you. They saying how you responding to stuff. Well, if he fold, then man, it's hopeless. If she fold, then I know we in trouble. People looking at you. I'm not telling you to fake it. I'm just telling you to make a decision that I'm going to enforce the win. Now, let's see what it says. And that about, and that about wraps it up. God is strong, and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you. Well-made weapons are best, the best material. What's his weapons? What's the weapons he gave you? His word. Uh-oh. You, you mean the word that's alive and we don't speak it? That word? The word that can speak to death and command life to be manifested? The word that we can speak to blindness and command eyes to open? The words where the people are lame and we can talk to them and tell them to walk. That word. 
That word that can speak to little amounts and command it to be manifest big. The word where the, 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 we had bad credit and, and there's no way you can talk to people. They didn't even told you you can't get nothing. <laughs> that word, when Curly and I needed two cars in, in 1985, because she was going to be at a different place at her job and I was at a different place on my job. And we go to Covington, Virginia. Say Covington. <laughs> and I would walk in. The first one, we got the car. We good to go. It was a Honda Accord. It's good. It's blue. It's nice. It's, it's sharp. And then the second one, I don't even know what the name is. Oh, Forego? Yeah. And so, you know, we go in there. I don't even know how to say the thing. Okay? <laughs> but I know we got it. It was a five-speed. It didn't even have air conditioning. But that's okay. Just roll the window today. <laughs> Because we had bad credit. <laughs> so, when, you know, we got the first one. I walked in there with that one. Running my mouth. Say running your mouth. <laughs> well, you know, t- telling the guy in advance, you know, I got, we got some credit issues. And uh, the guy ain't hear that. How do I know he, he, he ain't here? Because he gave me the car. <laughs> he ain't up the price on the, on the uh, you know, the percentage, the rates. He said, this is what he said. Y'all ready for this? I- I'm talking about the word. He, he said, I don't see nothing wrong with your credit report. Now, Curly and I, say Curly and I, we'll, we'll kick each other on the table. When, when the miraculous is happening, when the miracles are happening, we'll kick each other on the table. But see, our face look exactly the same. So I know she got a bruise on, a bruise on her leg that day. Because I was like, poop, 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 poop. <laughs> he said, here's the keys. You know, and I grabbed the keys fast because I wanted to get out. I'm just talking about me. I mean, maybe all y'all had perfect credit. Don't ain't have no financial challenge. We got the keys, got all that place fast. You know, I even had the boldness to say, well, y- y'all gonna fill the tank? Because <laughs> see, y- y'all ready for this? Sometimes when you're in faith, you get cocky. That's how he filled it up, though. He said, well, we normally don't do it on Saturday because we went on Saturday. But he filled the tank up. Curly drove the, the, the Honda, and I was behind her with my windows down because it was summertime. <laughs> I had a sunroof, so see that, see that, that I, I take the sunroof. That word, that word changed, allow my credit score to be blank and good. We, we're talking about that God. We're talking about weapons. What other weapons we got, guy? Worship. Might come your way. Somebody say something over there? Worship. What is worship? Uh, you ain't got to answer that. Somebody over here will. Go ahead. Okay, raise your hand. Whatever you raise your hand for. What else? What, what's the word? Um, okay, when, we're talking about crisis. Uh-huh. When the doctor told Dale that he had um, a stage four cancer. Stage four. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I looked and I said, mm-mm. Uh-oh. I mean, something. Well, I know. I wasn't going to believe it. I said, let's go. Okay. And he said, excuse me, ma'am. I said, no, we're finished. Okay, come on, come on. So after that, got in the car. I said, we're not going to believe it. Okay. Don't even believe it. And then after that, I went to war. You went to war. What, what happened at war? And I called pastor. I called uh, the prayer team. I let the prayer team know, and we prayed. Okay. And I believe God's word, and I will continue in silence. Okay. Nobody knew mm-hmm. but me okay. and God. Okay. So, like the word said, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Okay. And I thank God for the word of God we're getting today because you're going to have to use it. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to learn it. Mm-hmm. Just get one word and stick with that. Okay. So, so what's the diagnosis now? He's cancer-free. <laughs> now, now well, what's the doctor's job? They're going to tell you what to see. What's your job? Tell it what you see. That's a word. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. You're in a situation. That's why I'm telling you. And some of y'all are special. Just say special. special. You ain't writing nothing down. You ain't writing the steps. Because you know it. You know it all. But let me see. The God that I serve, when we go back to that scripture where it says that he tells us, he tells his servant what's going on, he don't do it unless he tell you. So I'm telling you. <laughs> Stop trying to tell people what you know when they don't want to hear it. Stop trying to tell people what you know when they don't want to hear it. I I see you. Hold on a second. 
What, what does that mean? Y'all don't look at the scripture. I ain't had to ask y'all to look up no scripture in a long time. Find this scripture, but, but keep that one up, Shea, where it says, do much speaking you think you heard. See, that's, that's what Paul's issue. Say Paul. I, so if I tell you 12 different ways, then surely one of those 12 you're going to hear. But if a person don't want to hear what you got to say, stop telling them. You didn't fail because what? How, how do we know you didn't fail? Paul planted. I'm talking about me. No, this is in the Bible. Paul planted, Apollos watered, but God gives the increase. Who's going to get the increase? God. Paul can't get the increase. All right, somebody hit the head. Dale, you hit your hand up. I just have to add this on top of what Madeline was saying. I recall the day of the surgery. Uh-huh. You and Carol came to the hospital and prayed for me before the surgery. I never even told Madeline what I'm going to say right now. Okay. As we left that little waiting room, and uh-huh. y'all went to the waiting, other waiting room for me, and the nurse took me to get prepared. You know what she told me? She said, Mr. Johnson, she said, this is your blessed day. I said, why are you saying that? She said, because God sent his best surgeon for you today. Glory. So you, you got Dr. Nelson. Okay. And he's the best. Glory to God. So Dr. Nelson's schedule got changed. <laughs> Because they had Dr. Bill that was coming. <laughs> Can I get this out? Can I get this out? I just need to get it out. Sometimes you're going to laugh in crisis. Sometimes you're going to laugh in crisis. <laughs> you think you did what to me? Do you know who I am? Do you know who I serve? Do you know how I live? And you trying to come against me? me? Y'all point to yourself. You trying to come against me? <laughs> see, see, God, God is so cool. He'll, he'll let the enemy think they won. Yeah. Yeah. He'll let them think they won. See, stop waiting on people to apologize. Because why, why should you stop that, girl? I'm just out here. Because while you're waiting on them to apologize, you will be so far ahead, you didn't even remember it happened. <laughs> when they apologize, you're looking at them, and you're like, what are you talking about? Oh, that? <laughs> uh, uh, the mic, right? Okay, go, go ahead. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I was just going to share the, I think you had said this a while ago, the power of no. Uh, just practice saying no. Yeah. When we were in the hospital having the baby, the midwife said, well, you might labor for four or five days. And Come I on. just said, no. There it is. Okay, okay, okay. And then she wasn't, bless her heart, okay. she wasn't uh, <laughs> the best. She wasn't the best, okay. Didn't send his best initially. And okay. uh, <laughs> she said, I'm going to be back at 7 a.m. Because we were in there like overnight. And uh, she had said something to the effect of, we'll deliver the baby when I get back. And again, I just said no. Come on, and come I on. looked at Jade and I said, we're going to have this baby before she comes back. Come on, man. And we had the baby an hour and a half before she was supposed to return. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Thanks for sharing. But, but, but what she said didn't change his opinion. What your situation says doesn't change your opinion. You tell it what it's going to do. You tell it when it's going to happen. But guys, you ain't doing it timid. Yeah, I, I, y'all know Porter, don't you? Y'all know he's a straight shooter, right? You know he ain't say no. <laughs> he, he looked at the lady with the eyes. Y'all, y'all know the eyes, right? Because when my man says, he says. No. Even his wife probably looked at him funny, like, honey, I got the baby in here. But his word is that baby coming out. Before that lady gets back. <laughs> see, I just can't see. I don't see now. If y'all, if I, y'all see it somewhere, you let me know. But I just don't see where Christians are punks. I got it out. Don't even waste time sending me a notice. You're not supposed to say punk in the poor pit. They are, we are warriors. Warriors. We don't hit you sometime. Notice I say sometime, because sometimes you got to hit people. Okay? <laughs> sometimes it's a key word. My rule is, I don't hit you first. 
But if you ever touch me, you're not getting up. You understand? I I just, I mean, it's okay to talk real to y'all. Because we're talking about a crisis. Avoiding a crisis. If you ever watch animal shows, and, and, and what's that show? Wild Kingdom supposed to be coming back on. Y'all, y'all. Is that the name of it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, it's, chi- it's children. When we was growing up, Madeline, you remember this. We, 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 on, sun, on Sunday night, mom would always have cake and ice cream. And we knew when it was time because Wild Kingdom was coming on. I looked at animals, and I ate my ice cream and my cake. Okay? <laughs> I'm just telling y'all my story, okay? okay I'm just telling you about my story, all right? All right, let me keep going. Well-made weapons of, best, of the best materials and put them to use so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws at you. Faith, did that say some of the things the devil throws at you? It says everything. What's everything? Come on, y'all heard it, didn't you? She just went there. All right, let's see what else it says. Y'all read this part with me. This is no weekend war that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is for keeps a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Our job is to enforce what God already has done. Our job. Is to enforce what God has already done. So you got a fence right there, and the people will still try to cut the wires. Your job is to enforce what God has already done. Now, what are you doing? You're on the wrong property. You're on the wrong land. You're messing with the wrong child. You said the wrong thing. Amen? Y'all got any questions about that? So this is not just a weekend in the event. I just want to share real quick. Okay. Uh, I was on vacation last week, and then when I came back to work, it was like I had a target on my back. Okay. Like, okay. my my um, team was acting really weird. Mm-hmm. And um, on Wednesday, I have my in-person meeting with, with my manager. It's supposed to be like coaching or whatever. And my coworker was in the meeting, and I'm like, what is she doing here? Okay. It's called a one-on-one, not one-on-one. a two-on-one. Okay. And so she had already talked to my manager, and she had feedback she wanted to give me. Okay. I'm okay with feedback as long as it's valid, right? Mm -hmm. So apparently the girl didn't feel comfortable talking to me, and I thought that was weird because we've never had words before. And so I felt blindsided. Mm -hmm. And so the manager started to walk through the process of the history of giving feedback and how you're supposed to react and blah, blah, blah. And so once she finished, I said, thank you. So what happens when you have feedback for the other person? Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. And so that flustered the girl and she got very upset and she's like, now I want to know what my feedback is. So that was that was like cut number one. I'm okay. like, OK, y'all about to come for me. Well, I'm about, I didn't send for you. So okay. now I'm going to let you have it. OK. So the meeting went well and she started crying and she got flustered. And then when she was about to leave, I told my manager, since she was there to be the mediator, I said, manager, please inform so and so to make sure she doesn't replay this conversation in her head today. We've addressed it. We've squashed it all as well. So I was just being petty because she was there to be the media. Okay, so okay. I, was I appreciate it. See, see how real that get? Yeah. Okay, okay, so right. then <laughs> the next day, then my manager tried to come for me, and she called me a liar basically and was like, you said you sent an email, but I don't, I don't, I didn't, wasn't copied on the email. I said, because I didn't copy y'all on it. I said, when the people respond, then I was going to copy y'all on the, on the email and say, hey, see below, blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, Jasmine... I'm having a hard time believing that, so would you mind just forwarding me the email? Okay. I said, so-and-so, I kind of feel offended that you would question my character like that. And she didn't know how to react. Okay. And I was proud of myself for speaking up for myself. Dude. And then mm-hmm. so then she tried to say, oh, well, I'm just trying to have your back in case the other coworkers question, like, did Jasmine really send the email? She didn't copy us on it, so we don't know if she really sent it. And I said, oh, okay. Well, thank you for the explanation. I'll forward you the email once I get to it. Okay. And then when I forward it, she saw that I sent the email. Okay, but cool. she didn't apologize, but no. that's okay. Okay. But just showing you that I'm already enforcing the win. Like, y'all yeah. trying to come for me? Okay. Y'all okay. need to keep going because this ain't the one. Okay. All right. Kelly, do you remember what you said when she called you? Because, see, they prayer partners. They, 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 y- y'all need a prayer partner. And, and, I, and I didn't say no weak prayer partner. <laughs> do you remember that word that you gave Jazz about? 
the the warrior. I think she wrote it down, but I told you got her it? that she was a weapon, and weapons don't run, weapons destroy. <laughs> we didn't mean to make you cough, sister. You, you okay? You okay back there? Okay, she she said she all right. <laughs> All right. You want to read it? Go ahead. Now, now get understanding. It didn't say destroy the person. That's right. Y'all make sure you see. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against right. principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. Right. Now, if the person is being used to do that, then we're still going after the spiritual wickedness, not the person. So I want to make sure everybody got this because I, I see some of y'all holding y'all breath. She's going to destroy the person. Okay, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, she said weapons aren't attacked, they're used to destroy. <laughs> y'all got it? So you're not hurting the person, but you're hurting the spirit that's behind the person. Go, go ahead, yes ma'am. So this is to go with what you just said. I okay. don't know if y'all remember last year. I said if I saw my supervisor on the street, I would probably punch her in the face. Yes, sir. So. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Fast forward. Oh, oh I, I know you're straight. I know you're straight. That's why you're telling the story. Go ahead. <laughs> so fast forward to this year. Last year, she gave me a bad evaluation, made me not get my bonus, all kinds of stuff. And um, so this year's like complete opposite. She loves me, and she said my evaluation is great, and she's saying how I changed so much. I might have changed. Maybe I didn't notice. But um, <laughs> I haven't really done anything different. But I did. Somebody, a man, Ben Curly, was saying, "Pray for her." Mm -hmm. Maybe you. Yep. So pray for her. So I did pray for her. I still had thoughts of physical violence, but <laughs> I I continued to pray. But that eventually went away. Uh huh. But now, she's like sharing stuff with me. She's going through a divorce, and she said so. She understands how my mind might not have been focused wow, back okay. then, because now she understands. And but she. She was showing me her apartment and it had like witches and she okay, loves yeah. Halloween as her favorite and all this stuff. I think it's crazy, but it just made me see a lot more of why she okay. disliked me okay. so much. So, okay. yes. Okay. I appreciate John. Thank you for not punching her. Okay. All right. So y'all write it down. Let me get it out. Let me get it out. <laughs> Let me say it first and then you write the side. When you're anointing, that's God on the inside of you, is encountered by demonic presence, you will be mistreated. When your anointing, that's God on the inside of you, meets, what was the word I used? Demonic presence, you will be mistreated because evil hates good if we want to make it personal evil hates God and you just happen to be the person who's representing God so if you think about your job or you think about encounters I want you to think about who are you and who are you coming against so righteousness is coming against the evil that has already been defeated. So don't expect sometimes if you're stepping in new, new positions or you're doing something new and this growth for you, don't be surprised when there is an encounter. Notice I say when it's growth for you. Because if you stand in the same place, why there has to be an encounter? Because your victory what you're believing for is on the other side of that incident. You understand what I'm saying? Well, girl, I'm, I'm going to stop right here. I, I, I did good. I'm satisfied. <laughs> Glory to God. Somebody got a question? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Might come your way. Amen. I didn't know if you wanted the scripture about um, yeah, thank you, Nicole. much speech. Okay, t t take it to it. T tell me where it is. It's Matthew 6, 7. Okay, and what does it say? Uh, you want English Standard, New Living, NIV. NIV. NIV says, and when you pray, do uh -huh. not heap on babbling like pagans, for they think that they will be heard because of their many words. 
I read it in another translation. What else is it? English standard said, okay. when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Who, who, who grunted back there? Okay, why, why, why are you grunting? Give it a mic. I'm just processing. Okay. I'm just processing, okay. that's okay. all. Okay. Oh, it, it's not bad. Y'all been around people like that? You had some blessed food? And 10 minutes later, you're still waiting on to be able to eat? Blessed Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless and sanctify this food and receive it with thanksgiving for the nourishment and building of my body. And I just tell you, Lord, that today what happened was such and such, such and such, and this happened and so forth. And, and I just thank you that I had a safe trip here. What, 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 what they got to do with the food? The food going to be cold by the time you finish with your prayer. So, so. <laughs> All right. So, Father, we just say thank you. We just say thank you because you made it clear today. You made it clear for us to understand where we are, where we need to be, and how you have already provided the ultimate for us to be in victory. So we made a decision to no longer be surprised when situations come up, when crises come up, but you gave us a, a four-step plan that we can operate in as we choose to. So we just say thank you that you love us enough to always be talking to us, spending time with us, that you have already made preparations for our victory in every area of our lives, regardless of what it is. You call us winners. You call it already won. So we just say thank you. We glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, ChosenRVA.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at ChosenRVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.